some reviews. Disney feature length films. Short cartoons. We bought VHS tapes. Every title we could. Disney is our business. Business is good. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> what? What was that? Uh-huh. It's like going for like a, a Buffalo Bill kind of thing. That's, Since like it's kind of timely, I suppose. That Since was we have like, a character named Bill in this as well. That was like scary. That's the point. Have you ever seen Silence of the Lambs? No. Because you haven't seen anything ever. <laughs> I know. I think we're finding that out. When we're done with this one, this podcast, we've watched all the Disney movies. Then we're just going to watch all these. Like it, We'll watch every movie that Stephanie has not seen, yeah, so which is everything. So someone keep track. Every time Kevin mentions a movie and I say, I've never seen it, just write it down and keep a list for us. Okay? Yeah. You do that. And make sure they're all like, you know, horrible. I was, I was going to say snuff films, but I mean, who wants oh. to watch that shit? By the way, this <laughs> is Let's Get Down to Business. Yeah, absolutely. It's a Disney podcast. <laughs> Speaking of snuff films, we saw Mission Impossible Fallout today. How is that a snuff film? A lot of people died. He killed a lot of people. Well, yeah, I know. That's that's just action. This is America. Yeah. That being said, um, that was a fun movie. It sure was. I always, when I'm like sitting and watching those, I'm like, this is fun. Yeah. I, I'm enjoying this right now. <laughs> it's a, a popcorn flick. It's pretty good. Um, but Disney. Disney movies. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to ask you how you're doing because you never care how I'm doing. Well, that's fair. I'm doing great, by the way. What was that stupid impression that you were doing the last time? I think I, it, it was supposed to be like a Michael Caine, but I can never remember what uh, specific words my friends say when they do it. Because it's hilarious when they do it. It's not nearly as hilarious when I do it. Yeah. Um, but I think it just kind of blended into like a, a Peaky Blinders <laughs> kind of thing. I love that you give impersonations your all. Like you're not shy about it whatsoever. Oh, I'm pretty shy about impersonations. I don't because I've had people tell me in the past that I'm decent at a couple of different ones, yeah. and then they'll ask me to do them, and I get, like, stage fright about it, and Aww, then I won't. Aw, that's so cute. Well, I don't want somebody to think I'm good at something and then suck ass and not surpass expectations or meet them. But you do that every day. My expectations <laughs> I, are I, always I, I meet expectations regularly. <laughs> well, we have... For you today. Melody time! A package film. Yeah, so many packages. <laughs> um, <laughs> More packages in the San Fernando Valley, boys. What? That was a pornography joke. Oh. <laughs> anyway. God. <laughs> Stephanie, stop making things weird. Our feature film today is a package film called Melody Time. And I'm guessing it's about music, you know, melody. Uh, I, would, I would think so, yeah. I think we're going to have a... It's not fun and fancy free, but we're going to have a melody time or something. Boo. I don't know. Um, and then our short today is Pueblo Pluto. So this is our first Pluto short. Mm-hmm. Just Pluto. Yeah. Because last time it was Donald and Pluto. Yeah. Before we get into that, I keep meaning to give a couple of shout outs to people <laughs> who have given us iTunes reviews, and we really, really appreciate it. One of which is the Murder Up podcast. Yeah. I know you don't like true kind. True crime podcast. It's not that I don't like them. I just don't. Uh, you just don't like the ones I listen to. I, I guess you just you're you're not a murderino. Because <laughs> I did that shit when I was a teenager, which was like twenty. Murder people. <laughs> no, you, well, I'm not gonna tell you about it. But. No, like uh, researching stuff like that. When I was a teenager, I used to look up all that shit. So why would I do it now? It's like I know of, all this stuff. It's one of those instances where, like, like if I tell my mom something. She, like, doesn't listen or, like, take it to heart, but then a friend will tell her, mm-hmm. and she'll be like, oh, so-and-so told me, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, and I'll be like, I just told you that. That's how it's been with me in murders. I'd be like, Kevin, I just heard on this podcast, and you're like, yeah, I already knew that. That's different, though, what? because whereas she is, like, filtering out the things that you say. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. You're yeah. hard of hearing. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing that. I hear what you're saying, but I don't care because I already know all of this stuff. Yeah, because you're a know-it-all. Yeah. That's the shoe fits. Anyway, thank you, Murdup Podcast, for that. And then I believe one of these is Dan from Disney Dandy. He's like, they're like our brother or sister podcast. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but. Like, they they started around the same time we did, and we have the same, not the same topic, because yeah. they do like the parks. They're probably a lot more professional than we are. I they would have think. a great sound system. Like, whatever <laughs> setup he's using. It sounds fantastic. Uh, so great job on that. Check them out, Disney Dandy. 
He's a cool guy. Um, and then there's a person that left us a review, Kali Cab. Mm-hmm. Kali Cab? Yeah. I know who that is, but I'm not going to tell oh. you. Well, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. So I just wanted to, to give those shout outs because we, we do appreciate people taking the time mm-hmm. to do that. However, let's get down to business. To business. And talk about Pueblo. Pluto. Pluto. Say that. Ten times fast. I can't. I probably can't even say it one time fast. <laughs> um, so Pueblo Pluto came out in 1949 in Technicolor. Yeah. It is a Pluto short, like we said, or I said earlier, and it features Mickey Mouse and Pluto and the most adorable puppy. It really isn't. No? I, I think it might have just been the animation style. I didn't like the eyes. Like, they were goofy-looking blue eyes. I didn't like the teeth. It had human teeth. Yeah. And I was wondering, why does Pluto have a mouse tail? I don't know. I was like, the other puppy gets a real tail, but... I was thinking maybe the animators weren't really studying anatomy. The puppy's animation, his look reminded me of, like, the Roger Rabbit type characters. Yeah, I could could kind of see that. It didn't come off as as much like Disney. Yeah. It looked like it was from a different world. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, we have Pueblo Pluto, and it starts off with... Mickey. Mickey and Pluto are on vacation. Yeah, they're in the Southwest. They're just rolling into this gift shop, and Mickey leaves Pluto outside. With the but before, yeah, he gets him a buffalo bone. Yeah. So Pluto's chowing all over this thing, and as he's uh, sliding it across his teeth like a typewriter. <laughs> like a corn so, on the cob. <laughs> so, so only the old fuckers like myself will get that. Uh, I know what a typewriter is. That's because you're old, too. Oh. I'm not that old. <laughs> oh, no. You're over 30. Mm. So not, if, if, if this was Hollywood, you'd be useless. I'm not that much over 30. <laughs> I, and I, I would be typecast as a mom. Not yet. No? What's that? I'd be typecast as a mom. No, you got to be older for that. <laughs> like, super washed up. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, there's a puppy that comes along, and he steals He starts Pluto's gnawing on the bone. Because yeah. if, you've, if, if you've ever experienced dogs with bones or toys, it usually doesn't turn out too well when there is a competing animal. Yeah, it's like kids. Object. Like, yeah. they're playing with that stuff. Animals are now, like kids. I want right. to play with that. That's why we don't need kids. We already have a dog <laughs> and two asshole cats. Uh, um, so this puppy steals Pluto's bone, and Pluto's not really having it. Um, and there's some antics going on. Like, there's like a thing where the puppy is below the floorboards. Yeah, and he uses his tail to manipulate the bone and move it all over the deck. Yeah. He hides in some pottery, and then eventually what happens is he runs into or digs under into this, like, circle of cacti. Yeah, it's a cactus patch. And so Pluto can't get in there, so he climbs... He's too big. Yeah. And so he climbs up this cliff, and there's, like, this overhang, and he's seeing that puppy really enjoying that bone. And he's just... No. He's seething. Yeah, he's not happy about that. Um, but the cliff starts to crack, and mm. then Pluto falls into the middle of the patch. Which initially he's pumped about because he gets the bone back, but now he can't get out. Yeah, now he's stuck inside the, the middle of that circle there. Uh, so he starts crying and whining. Like a little bitch! Uh, he tries to dig out, but there is like a, like a cow skull, mm-hmm. or a bull skull, whatever you call him. Which is weird to me, because like you have a bone... So wouldn't you be gnawing on this skull as well? I don't know. Right? I mean, like, do animals have standards? I feel like they kind of don't. Yeah, I know my dog will eat whatever yeah. she can get. Oh, fucking goose shit? Goose I'm shit? on it. Someone dropped cat, a, co- a cosmic brownie? Cat okay. shit? I told you about the cosmic brownie, right? Yeah. Ugh, motherfucker. Anyway, <laughs> dogs. So the puppy who feels bad for Pluto, he goes out. And he gets another one of those pots, like the pot, the big mm-hmm. Pueblo pottery. And he's running it kind of like a, like a mouse wheel or hamster wheel. Yeah. I was, I was kind of thinking like the logs that we saw in the other episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. Pluto was on the top running on it. Yeah. So he like uses that to mow down some cactus and then Pluto can get out. Yeah. And Pluto is so thankful that he ends up sharing the bone. And then it cuts to Mickey coming out of the gift shop with some <laughs> cactus. And he's like, didn't you get a souvenir? And Pluto turns around and he's got like it's like a holster. Yeah, like the like the Native American baby carriers, like that they strap. Oh, onto is that their what back. that is? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was like a gun holster or oh. something like that on his on his uh, hips. No, but he's taking the puppy home again. Yeah. Which you should always take puppies home. Again. I disagree. Always you should throw them in the water. <gasps> Kevin, babe, you're like those. What are those brothers called from Song of the South? Oh, I was gonna say the Menendez brothers, but no. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> 
Oh, I can't remember their names, but the ones that yeah, wanted to drown. The shitheads. Jenny's Jenny's brothers. So, yeah, that was Pueblo Pluto. How did you feel about that one? It was pretty good. It was cute. Yeah, I liked yeah. it. I, I think I'm I like I liked it that it was very straightforward. Yeah. Like, there wasn't... I got to it. Yeah. Some antics ensued, and then there was a... Mm-hmm. And then anytime I hear Mickey's voice, I feel the need to like make fun of it every time. I don't know why. The, you always do the Mickey laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel like the Mickey voice is someone doing a bad impersonation of Walt Disney. Of a Mickey voice, I don't know. Oh, it's yeah. like it's like someone making fun of Mickey's voice. I don't know. It's it's very. It's like how every uh, Harry Carey impression these days is people doing Will Ferrell's. Harry Carey impression. Or how you do Stephen Colbert's Donald Trump. Absolutely, And not yes. Donald Trump himself. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, I liked it. I, I like I like dogs. That's kind of my thing. Mm. Um, it reminded me a lot Gross. of... Gross. Oh, my God. <laughs> it reminded me a lot of our dog yeah. in that she's kind of a shithead and doesn't like to share her toys. So, I don't know. It yeah. was cute, and okay. I think I'm a Pluto fan. Yeah. 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 It's better than Donald. Well, anything's better than Donald. That is the lowest of bars. I like him better than Goofy. Uh, I don't think that's fair. I think it depends on what kind of Goofy we get I into. Think, yeah, I think we need to watch... Because, like, Gaucho Goofy was pretty legit. We need to legitimate. watch, like, a Goofy movie. Well, that's way yeah, in the future. Yeah, but we'll we'll get to some stuff. So, all right. So, one of the things that we have this week, a little different, we have an advertisement. Oh, Oh. Oh, I feel like we're big time. Yeah, I don't know about all that. No, we're not. <laughs> we, Every, everyone keeps asking me, are you getting paid for this? And I was like, no. no. Fuck no. Who would pay us for this shit? Seriously. I mean, if you want to, that'd be great. <laughs> um, no, we got an offer from another Disney podcast called Dishing Disney. They're pretty great mm-hmm. to swap advertisements. So you guys sit back, relax, take a little break and listen to what Dishing Disney has to offer. Hi, this is Dustin. And Brianna. We're a couple who love all things Disney. We decided to sit down twice a month to discuss and analyze a variety of Disney films and topics with a grown-up's perspective and an adult sense of humor. Dishing Disney will give film reviews with the memories of a child filtered through an adult frame of mind. We've noticed some things about our beloved Disney movies that we didn't pick up on as kids, and now we want to talk about them. Plus, we'll do a bonus top five episode every month where we make our ultimate lineups regarding the topic of the day. So wish upon a star, give a little whistle, and be a part of our world as we explore the wonderful world of Disney together. This is Dishing Disney. Yeah. You ready to get down to business? Absolutely. fucking lootly. Serious? The most- you, know, you, you, know, you know what I'm mostly ready to get down to? The end of these fucking package movies. It's this one, and then Ichabod and Toad, which isn't... Some people call it a package film, but it's only two yeah, see, it, shorts. If it's, if it's not like, shorts, but no, like segments. Like, like, yeah. Like, make, not make my music. Or no, Fun and Fancy Free. Yeah, Fun and Fancy oh, yeah, Free. It's like, what, what did it. we just fucking watch? Yeah, <laughs> one of those, you know, forgettable ones. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's that one, and then yeah. we have Cinderella. Oh, God. And I'm so ready. You guys, I'm so happy. So, I, I don't, I, I hope it hasn't been that much of a chore for you guys, but like for me, watching these, like it hasn't been the end of the world, you know, because sometimes I get good sleep, but, uh, <laughs> I did take a really great nap during yeah, the Song of the South. Right. But like, I'm, I'm just so ready to like actually watch something with like a cohesive storyline and like mythos. That I can actually sink my teeth into and either love or hate. Because, like, right now, what I'm getting from the package films, for the most part, is just, like, kind of apathy. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll have to, like, work to find things that I like about them. But even after that, like, because I don't take notes like you do. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want to kind of go by uh, what I thought when I actually watched the movie and what sticks with me. Shit doesn't stick with me with these. Well, some of these, I even had to... Watch them again on YouTube because yeah. I couldn't remember even yeah. what I watched. So like, like there's one in here, trees. I had to look it up again on YouTube because I was like, "What was that?" It sucked. 
It sucked as well. Yeah, we'll get into it. We'll We'll get into it, yeah. First, this was another VHS film that we watched. Yeah, it was actual VHS. Which had, I was so excited for this, a trailer trailer for Kiki's Delivery Service. The English version, which is, you know, not as great as the Japanese dub or subtitled. If you're you're an anime snob, you you want those original Japanese audio tracks with subtitles, which is fine. I don't mind that. The dub is fine. I mean, we'll get into this later when we watch these movies, because apparently they're released by Disney, so I don't know how that's going to fall under our rankings. I would put them separate, because yeah. it's so different. Um, and honestly, they would, kick, so you know they what? would kick the shit out of these fucking movies. You know what? I'm not going to go off on this tangent, Yeah, babe. don't do it. Don't do I'm it. self-aware. Don't do it. I, I'm going to re- correct, readjust well, here. I'm kind of upset they even brought it up then, because now, you know, I just want to talk about it. You want to talk about Kiki's? <laughs> Baby, you can talk about Studio Ghibli movies with me anytime you want. Well, that's going to be in the future. Okay. Um, so, Melody Time, much like all the other older Disney movies. Um, I don't know where I'm going with that thought. Anyway. Back to <laughs> much like the older Disney movies, is animated. <laughs> it's animated. Um, it was created in 1948. We're almost to the 50s. <gasps> It was 75 minutes. Yeah. It was a fast 75 minutes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, the working title for this was All in Fun, but obviously was changed to Melody Time. Which is better. Yeah, yeah. I think All in Fun is too much like Fun and Fancy Free. Uh, and I'm sure that's why they changed yeah. it. Yeah. There was this package film, and then they had ideas to put together a bunch of shorts for another package film, but this is the one that ended up getting made. Okay. So... Um, this was also the last film to feature Donald Duck and Jose Carioca until Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's 40 years. Yeah, that other uh, regrouping or package film idea that they were mm-hmm. going to do was called Two Fabulous Characters. They were going to release them both back to back, like 48, 49. Yeah. But this one came out instead. And then I don't know if maybe they just made more money and they didn't have to do it. Yeah. I don't know. Or they're like, hey, let's make actual movies instead of this fucking anthology bullshit. Now, what makes this one different from Melody Time or Fantasia... Or Fun and Fancy Free. Or Fun and Fancy... I feel like that one doesn't really count as... It, like, it's yeah, a I guess. Film, yeah, but it's like at the two. But it's not a bunch of short yeah. musicals. So, But what makes this one different from Fantasia in Melody Time... Or, excuse me, this is Melody Time from Fun and... See, yeah, you got me I know, all. I know. Damn it, I babe. got you. Fun and Fancy anyway, Free. Melody Time yeah. is different because... Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Okay, don't throw me off again. I'm going to try. <laughs> Shut up. Um, this one has musicians and singers and voice actors that were popular in the 40s. Okay. So instead of classical music... It's contemporary. Yeah, and it's consistently contemporary. Because the other one that we watched, Make My Music... It was like a mixture of contemporary mm. music, but then back to classical. Or yeah. I, I don't know. It was not as cohesive. I do like that this one had a consistent narrator mm-hmm. that did help tie it in. It helps a lot. And then the intro cards to each segment was like a paintbrush painted on a canvas, which was also a unifying mm-hmm. feature. Yeah. So, All right. So the first segment that we got... Was once upon winter time. Once upon a winter once time. Once upon a winter time. Now, there is this painting in my grandma's house that she had that looks like this. <laughs> it might be what it is. You know, like how all us like Midwestern country folk have like they're like these paintings of a snowy scene like a town is Mm -hmm. like like there will be kids bobsledding and over here is an ice pond and people are skating and these people are riding a kids just bobsled sledding yeah they'd just be regular sledding oh what's a what's the difference a bobsled yeah that's like cool runnings and shit oh (laughs) well that's not on our list of disney movies so yeah (laughs) uh but you know like i that's what this yeah, I know. Reminded me of like like the ones that are like all pastel colors in the really dark wood frame. Yeah, our yeah. everyone's grandma in Michigan has one of those. <laughs> so it starts off they're just riding in a horse sleigh. Yeah, and those horses have no eyes mm-hmm. and they have really long necks. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here? <laughs> they look like chess pieces. Mary Blair, what's what's going on with your stylization here? Don't, uh, don't be hating now. No, I'm, I'm you not. You talked her up so much. I'm not hating. I'm just saying those horse had no eyes. Okay, kind of creepy. Um, 
there's some Twitter birds hanging out. And, uh, yeah, they're just, there's a romantic song playing and they're writing and then they go ice skating. It's a guy and a woman. You should probably yeah. put that out there. Yeah. Two guys. Two, two, not two guys. A guy. Yeah. That sounds super progressive <laughs> super for the progressive. 40s. So they go ice skating and there's also two bunnies. Like yeah. A boy and a girl bunny. It's like parallel. Yeah. So they go, they go ice skating. They're on the ice and this guy just fucking gets up to speed and then breaks and throws some fucking ice in her face. Yeah. He's nagging her. That's the dumbest. You know he read the game. Oh my god. (laughs) So yeah, so she and the the bunny does it to the girl bunny too. And she gets pissed as well. Yeah, and they both kinda huff off, which is good for them. I'm not gonna put up with that shit. They're playing hard to get. (laughs) They are playing hard to get. Um so she is doing what I do, which is Bees mad. <laughs> Stew. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she's ignoring the sign, both the, the girl and the bunny, the sign that says thin ice, and they just keep walking. Yeah, danger. Danger. And the boy bunny keeps trying to warn them, and he tries to stick the danger thin ice sign into the ice. Well, it's not that he tries to stick it in there. He gets upset that they're ignoring him so much that he just slams it yeah. into the ice. Like, that's a fucking smart thing to do with a pointed... You know, yeah. sign, and it cracks the ice. Yeah, and it does the thing where the ice spreads. Now, I should also say there was that song where the lady was singing this like love song ended at mm-hmm. like some point by now. Yeah. So there was like this song, and then I thought the short was going to be over, but then this ice segment happened, and mm-hmm. it was like a complete tonal shift. Yeah. Yeah. So this ice crack spreads, and suddenly the girl and the bunny are like floating on one little chunk of ice. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> in the middle of like a raging river. And I was gonna say like, I, I'm not sure about the science on this, but aren't you know like streams that move rapidly don't don't they not freeze very easily? I don't know, but we our river freezes sometimes. I mean, not a lot. Yeah. Not where the water or the dam is, but yeah. But I mean, like, but who, like this stuff was seriously raging when, when the ice broke. Who fucking goes ice skating near a fucking waterfall? TLC. <laughs> <laughs> With that Jason waterfall. <laughs> so yeah, so she, I was, I wrote down like, yep, she's gonna die because yeah, obviously this guy is useless. Yeah. He's fucking terrible at trying to save her, and the animals, they're all these like woodland creatures, mm-hmm. are the ones trying to save her, and it's all like him and the bunny's fault, the boy bunny, that she's going down this waterfall. I don't like the message that this short is peddling. What's the message? That men it's, are it's, useless? Men, it's men's fault for everything. <laughs> <laughs> what it was? Yeah, I it know. really was. He started it. So, anyway, I, I mean, we're doing a terrible job at telling the story. But it's also a terrible story. Yeah, basically, <laughs> the animals rescue her and the girl bunny. But and then the, they all fall in love. But the guy gets the credit. Of course he does, because he saved her. So, anyway. so then they're making out and like the bunnies are making out too. And then you probably see like a shitload of bunny children because that's how that works. What? And it's over. I totally missed that part. <laughs> that, that didn't happen. He does, he, she does give him a kiss. Yeah. They're but. like still in the, the sled with being pulled by the horses mm-hmm. and she like smooches them or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So yeah, the end. Whatever. Next we have Bumble Boogie. Which is fucking awesome. Yeah. Fucking awesome. So. This was someone's, I wish I wrote down the name. Um, it's someone's interpretation of the bumblebee, mm-hmm. flight of the bumblebee, but in a more jazzy kind of way. Yeah. And it's more of a surrealist, I would say. I think so. It's definitely different than all the rest of these shorts. Yeah. So, like, I mean, quality wise and just the tone. Yeah. And this one was considered for Fantasia, but I do think it's too fast paced. It's too I think so. jazzy for Fantasia. It w- it would have been more uh like fun and fancy free if anything. Yeah. Just cuz the the pace of it. Yeah. So basically what's going on is this jazz music is coming in alive in the way that like there's flowers made out of piano keys or there's horns and it's moving to the beat. Yeah. And this bee is basically just trying to escape. Yeah, and avoid. <laughs> and trying to try not to get smushed um, by all these things that are trying to kill it, basically. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, there's. I mean, there's not really much. No, there's not, there's not a lot to it. Like I said, it's very fast-paced, but 
it's gorgeous, I think. Just it's with, fun. With, the, with the colors, it's fun, and it's really fast. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's not a lot to say about it, but if there's any short in this in this entire movie that mm-hmm. is memorable, it's it's this one, well, for there sure. Is, there is a... By, by it. By far. A part where he gets, like, sucked up into, like, a cage or something, mm-hmm. and the top of that cage was a sphincter. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> it was. We'll go back and watch it. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> you just said you liked it. I did like it, but I don't want to watch this movie again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so next up is Johnny Appleseed, and this is the first one that has a story. Yeah. I would say. Did you ever watch this in school? I don't think so. I'd heard the story, but I don't think I'd ever seen this cartoon. I know I learned about it in school, and I'm pretty sure at some point we watched this as well. Mm -hmm. So, basically, you have Johnny and his rat tail picking some (laughs) apples. It's a fucking rat tail. I guess. Um, And all these wagons are going out west, but not Johnny. Because, you know, he probably doesn't want dysentery or whatever. There's a lot of... You could probably get dysentery anywhere. Not not necessarily fording the Oregon Trail. (laughs) Hitting that Oregon Trail. At least I said dysentery this time. What did you say last time? Dysentery. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those That's things. Like scarlet fever? It's one of those things where you look at the word yeah. and you, you know what it is, but when you read it, yeah. it's something else. Anyway. You obviously hadn't played the word trail. I just trail. outed myself at how stupid I am. <laughs> um, oh, you did that a long time ago. <laughs> so Johnny is being voiced by Dennis Day. And Dennis Day also did the voice of his guardian angel. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because at this point, Johnny's guardian angel shows up, and he's like, shame. <laughs> and <laughs> I didn't really see him as a guardian angel, because he didn't look like Not an old. angel. Yeah, he didn't look like... He's just a ghost. I thought he was Daniel Boone or something with yeah. the, the coonskin cap yeah. and the uh, like the, the goofy freaking red mustache. Yeah, he's just kind of a ghosty figure mm-hmm. that tells Johnny to pack his shit up and go west. Tells him to go sow his seeds. Go sow his seeds. So, I mean, instead, Johnny plants a bunch of shit. Spreading his seed all over the Midwest. <laughs> um, there are some great walk cycles mm-hmm. when him and the guardian angel are like, yeah. haters going to hate walking and they're kind of bouncy. There's a lot of that in this movie. Yeah. I thought that was it's a strong some point. good animation. Um, so he goes off and he is planting apple seeds and the forest creatures are watching him and they're a little wary of him because people who have ventured out there in the past, you know, hunt them. <laughs> So they're a little skittish. But the one who's not skittish is that black and white cat. (laughs) (laughs) So this skunk walks right up to him and uh, he tries to eat or he's eating like the seeds that he plants. Yeah. And Johnny, I don't know, does he step on him or like something happens where he gets mad about it? He steps on him, I think, yeah. yeah. And so this skunk is like, you can tell he's deciding. He's about to spray him. And all the forest creatures are like just waiting with like bated breath. Well, and they want it to happen. Yeah, they do. Because they want Johnny to get the fuck out. (laughs) Um, But instead, Johnny turns around and he just starts petting it. petting it. Like gently petting it. Guys, they make great pets. You can get them de-skunked. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. They're vicious. They're very cute. (laughs) Um, I hope you get bitten. (laughs) So he pets this black and white cat. I took a huge issue with that mountain lion. Why? Because it doesn't fucking look like a mountain lion. They don't give a shit about anatomy. We've established this. <sighs> anyway. Um, so after he plants all those and the creatures are fine with him, it kind of just cuts or like fast forwards to all these trees are blooming. Yeah. And, and like the landscape from over top yeah. show, showing the progress of all the fields that he planted and, and all now, the trees. Now there's villages and they're having like a hoedown. Um, them and some Native Americans, mm-hmm. and they're eating apple pickles? Yeah, pick, pickled apples, apple, I think turnovers are part of it, apple dumplings, apple pies. and apple pie. Like, this is my kind of fucking party, is what I'm Gross. saying. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're not dunking for apples, but they have, like, a string with yeah. an apple on it that they're trying to bite. Um, so, basically, everyone's pretty pretty grateful. Thanks, Johnny, for planting some apples. <laughs> and then Johnny dies. Yeah. <laughs> Um, apples are not a sustainable diet, though. So I don't, I don't know what's going on with that. Maybe it was. Maybe it was back uh, in the day. I mean, there's fiber <laughs> yeah. and antioxidants, but I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, Johnny dies. Yeah, he's dead. He just fucking strip, you know, just sitting up against a tree, chilling out with his aminals. Yeah, and then he dies. He was dead. <laughs> and then um, I guess there's apple blossoms in heaven. I don't. Yeah. That's what the clouds are. That's what the clouds are. Like yeah. it, it kind of seamlessly transitions from the apple blossom trees 
to the clouds in the sky. Yeah. So yeah, that's giant apple seed. It was okay. All right. Yeah. It was was very, very religious. (laughs) It wasn't. No, I'm saying like he he himself and like it was kind of, pardon the pun, but like animated everything that he did. It a little Mormon-y to me. Yeah? Why's that? I don't know. Just carrying that Bible everywhere. Um, Have you heard about the Heavenly Mother? Yeah. Do you guys know that the end of the Bible actually doesn't end there? Yeah, the there's rapture. A, there's a Heavenly Mother. <laughs> and uh, right. we, we can come to your doorstep and tell so you. So anyway, <laughs> little toot. Little toot. toot, toot, toot. <laughs> this one, it's the age old story of a juvenile delinquent tugboat. I mean, yeah, everybody can relate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Say juvenile delinquents are always tugging it, so. Yeah, do you do you want to tell what's going on in this one? Uh, there's not really a whole lot to it. I mean, he he's he, a little asshole. Yeah, he's he's working with his dad on the water, and he's not even really working. So I was kind of wondering, just stirring up. Well, trouble. no, I was kind of wondering if it was like a take your son to work day kind of thing because his dad is just kind of pulling this large ship and going about his business, and then little tug or toot toot, little toot mm-hmm. uh, is just doing circles around him and shit and being a, a general pest, and eventually like gets him into trouble. And gets himself into trouble. You know what that tugboat needed? What? A good tugboat whooping. Probably. Just <laughs> beat him into submission. Fucking kids these days. <laughs> so he does. He gets in trouble because doesn't he push the rudder, and then the boat like spins. Yeah. It goes. It, it goes into the city. It like it, it seriously just crashes right into the harbor, and like you see, just like displaced buildings. Not they're not smashed. They're just. Like bent over, yeah. And there's this huge like liner, cru- cruise liner looking thing, ship, just laying in the middle of now, the city. I thought this is where the short was going to end. No, because it kind of had that sense like, and this is the end. And I was like, there's no redemption. This, this is it. This was a straight up cautionary tale, this you guys. Was a cautionary tale. Like little, little um, toot just goes off the deep end, and like he he gets picked up by the cops. Yeah, legitimately, like, the, the cops and the police tugboats take him out like further out into the ocean. Where there's these, like, scary buoys and mm-hmm. stuff going on, and then... They're talking shit to him. Yeah, and then a storm rolls in, and that's where this redemption arc comes in. Everybody loves a good redemption story. We do. We all love an underdog. <laughs> so there's a boat that's, like, is it stuck on some rocks, or... Is, yes. Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, it's, it's a big boat is stuck out in the ocean in the storm, so... Little Toot starts sending out the SOS signal to mm-hmm. call all the other boats, and Little Toot helps get this boat away from the rocks and brings yeah. them in. And then he becomes a hero. Yeah. So, Woo! Yeah. I liked that one a lot, actually. It was pretty good, yeah. Yeah. It was cute. It was... It was... I hate saying fun so many times. Right. But it was... But that's the point. And, and look, that was kind of something I thought when we were watching this. I thought, man, this is very kitty. Mm-hmm. But I need to remember, like, these are kids' movies. Well, and, and especially ones like this. I mean, it's it's not for me, mm-hmm. necessarily, so I try not to hit it too hard. I do love watching, like, mischievous, happy-go-lucky kid yeah. type stuff. So, um, And I, as I'm watching this, too, I feel like it's going by fast. Mm-hmm. It's not like when we watch Fantasia, and I was like, oh, my God, this is this short is so long. When's the next one? <laughs> so, like, they're, they're going by at a quick pace. Mm-hmm. Next up is Trees. <laughs> we spoke too soon. Yeah, right. Um, so Trees was done in pastels by Mr. Dick Kelsey. And then Mr. Ken O'Connor came along and came up with the idea of frosting the cells <laughs> that they animated on. And then they laminated those cells with clear lacquer to protect the pastel so they wouldn't rub off of it. Okay. And that's what gave it this kind of frosty, dreamy look. Okay. This one was also considered for Fantasia, which this one would have fit into Fantasia. Well, I think so. Well, maybe it would have fit in with um, Make My Music. You think so? Because it reminds me a lot of like Blue Bayou. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. But the song wasn't nearly as good in this one. No, <laughs> this one was fucking lame. It reminded me a lot of like Colors of the Wind from Pocahontas with like the blowing leaves and stuff. There's really nothing to say about this There's one. There's not. It's just trees. It, it was very forgettable. There's like a forest and storms and trees. It's pretty. But yeah, I literally wrote in my notes, in caps, all caps. Lame. Lame. <laughs> Next was Blame It on the Samba. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that means. The Samba? It's it's a dance, right? Yeah. Okay. Blame It on the Samba. <laughs> 
the dance. Blame it on the rain. Why? So Jose and Donald come in and they're like literally blue. Yeah. And figuratively blue. Yeah. What the fuck are they so sad about? It's down on the dumps, man. Maybe I'm for Donald. I would assume it was because a gal. He can't get no spurned women. him. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's a, a creeper asshole. His his part that he plays. Yeah. Donald Duck is an actor. Yeah. He's he's not an actual creeper asshole. He just plays one that's, on TV. That's the one that he plays. <laughs> And so yeah, they're they're sad, and then the Adequan comes in. The who? The Ar- the, the Alaquan. The Adequan. Alaquan. <laughs> Alacart. <laughs> uh, so the Adequan comes in, and it doesn't feel right to say it without the rolled R. I know the Adequan. So the Adequan comes in. And he kind of livens things up a little bit, Get, gets them warmed up, gets them dancing, and then you have this woman that is just fucking jamming out. On a keyboard. Anna got a DeVita style on a fucking organ. <laughs> like, holy shit, can she play? She's doing work. She is. But the uh, Adequan is, of course, up to trouble. There's one point where Donald's like, he gets knocked down on the floor. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, underneath the organ, and the Adequan, like, hits that woman in the knees with, like, a baseball bat yeah. or a stick. So yeah. she kicks Donald. <laughs> but then, like, the Adequan, like, lights, does he light her foot on fire? Yeah, he gives her a hot foot. We were just talking about that with the Casey <laughs> with the bat thing, I think. He lights her fucking yeah. foot on fire. Um, and then later on, he... He lets us stick a dynamite below yeah. the organ. <laughs> like... And then it explodes, and she... She's still playing the keys, but yeah. there's no frame or bass for it. Yeah, it's just her hands. Like, yeah, he's, he's a he's a son of a bitch. He is. I love him. So we, more of him, please. So not much happens story like as a story in this one. It's basically just them and dancing mm-hmm. and the Adequan being an asshole. It was fun. Yeah, he's a troll, and I love yeah. it. <laughs> he's the kind of troll you do love. Yeah, I was gonna say, not like you a can't tro- love. Trolls and not like the kind that are working for Russia. Like they're not fun. They're just a pain in our ass. Just depends on your point of view, I guess. <laughs> All right, and now the biggest one. Yeah, coming to the end. Now we have Pecos Bill. Pecos Bill. I know this because I grew up in Texas, and we learn all of those stories. Really, Davy Crockett, Pecos Bill, the San Antonio. I don't think I'd ever really heard of him aside from the Disney ride. Stuff. Really. Yeah. It's not a ride. I, I heard the name. It's not a ride. It's the Pecos Bill Cafe. Yeah. Where we had some bomb-ass tacos. We did. <laughs> what was that? Taco flavor quesos for my band. Uh. <laughs> That's right. So, I, I'm Sybil Shepherd's dad. <laughs> I'm so confused. Oh, see, now I, I don't know why. I just, I meant, uh, God damn it. What is her name? I Plays Murphy know. Brown. I don't know. The guy that was the ventriloquist in the last fucking episode. I I got the joke. I know. But but I said Civil Shepherd, and now I'm embarrassed. But at least I can tell you guys right now that I'm fucking up. Yeah, normally Kevin is on it. You'll be watching a movie, and he'll be like, oh, I fucking know who that is. And he'll tell you some obscure actor in the background. Uh And then he'll look it up on IMBD and be like, ah, I'm the fucking best. I knew it. (laughs) You knew. Uh All of our family that's listening right now, they're like, yep, that's Kevin. Whatever. So, Pecos Bill... There was some controversy because of a cigarette. Oh, God. The cigarette wasn't okay. Apparently, all the gun shooting was. (laughs) (laughs) So they digitally removed a cigarette when they released this on VHS. Which, it wasn't released on VHS until, like, 1998, so the VHS we have is probably that that release. I think it is, because they had advertised stuff from 1998. Yeah. It starts off with some really beautiful scenery and tumbleweed animations... There's some great shadows from the cactus in the scenery. Mm-hmm. And we have Roy Rogers, <laughs> which is probably the biggest name they've pulled in so far. Don't I you think, think so. I think so. And his horse, his the smartest horse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is a really well-trained horse. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's him and then Bobby Driscoll playing himself and the girl. Luanna Patton. Yeah, Luanna Patton. And she's asking Roy, Roy Rogers, why do coyotes howl? And that's what kind of launches this like story of Pecos Bill, but not without Bobby being like, oh, shucks, there's a woman in the story. <laughs> yeah. I feel you, Bobby. Shut up, Bobby. <laughs> so we go into this map, because they're going to show us Texas. Mm-hmm. And as usual, they don't draw the fucking mitten state. <laughs> 
It's just, it's a hand. Just put your hand on the paper and trace around your mitten, your hand. Yeah. I'm, I, I don't know why maps can't get it right. And then the UP is the same way. Just put your hand, your right hand right in front of your face, facing towards the left, and bam, you're good. This is a geography lesson for you guys. <laughs> you're going to learn something. Um, so he talks about Ray Roger. Why are you? <laughs> Kevin's putting his hands up to show me. Because <laughs> she doesn't get it, you guys. Stephanie doesn't know geography. She doesn't know history. She knows very, very few things. I went to art school. Whatever. Geography is our worst subject in trivia. <laughs> anyway, Ray Rogers is telling the story of Pecos Bill, and he talks about their family is in a wagon, and his mom has like 16 kids. Yeah. 16 brats yeah. is what they yeah. say specifically. And Bill falls out of the wagon, and nobody knows. Yeah. They just keep going. Yeah. It's like super bumpy, and he just flies out and into he, like a mud puddle. And he's a baby. Yeah. Uh, so he ends up getting raised by coyotes, mm-hmm. kind of like Mowgli and the wolves. Yep, but in the West. Yeah, and uh, he can out. He can outdo anything. He, he out animals the animals. He can he can out hiss a snake. He can out jump a rabbit. He can outrun what the hell? Yeah, like a coyote, an antelope, or, or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then one day, when he's older, he's like a kid now, mm-hmm. not a baby. He comes across this horse who's out in the desert. He's like super malnourished and yeah, dehydrated. The vultures are circling. Yeah, he's getting picked on by some vultures. So he goes and he saves them, and they end up becoming best friends. Mm-hmm. And his horse is called what? Uh, Widowmaker. Widowmaker. Which is very rough for such a young child to name his horse, but I yeah, mean, why is it called a widowmaker? He might he might hate some dudes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he grows up to be a cowboy. And uh, taking a page out of our boy Panchito Pistoles' book, he fucking shoots all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Like, in every direction, he's just shooting those pistols off. There's all these tall tales and myths, like he made the Gulf of Mexico, Mm -hmm. he put the gold in the hills. He planted the dinosaur bones so that Satan could test us. What? (laughs) (laughs) He probably did. Dinosaurs weren't real, man. He made the Rio Grande, mm-hmm. and because he chased off some redskins, he created the Painted Desert. Yeah, because Disney can't go a single fucking movie without some racist bullshit. Redskins. Redskins, yeah. The only time redskins should be in a sentence... If, if it, you're talking about potatoes. Yeah, if it comes before potatoes. So just, you get a geography lesson and a moral lesson Yeah, today. right. <laughs> but because of Bill shooting all the stars in the sky, the... He leaves one, so Texas is the Lone Star State. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. And then one day, Slewfoot Sue comes around. Slew? Mm-hmm. What the fuck does Slew mean? I don't know. Like a Like, like a lo- sly? A, like a lot of something. Yeah. I think I, when I did look it up, it was like prone to like trouble or something like that. Okay. Like troublemaker. Yeah. I don't know. She comes rolling up on a catfish. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Because it's a boss ass thing to do. She's just bouncing on the water. She just rolls up on this giant ass fucking catfish. And this is the first lady that Pecos Bill has ever seen. Yeah. Which means, like Stephanie said to me while we were watching the movie, so wait. Does this mean he's been fucking his horse this whole time? Absolutely, that is what it means. Pecos Bill is a bestial motherfucker. I'm not going to take ownership of that statement. She should, because she said it. I'm not going to admit to that at all. <laughs> See, Mr. Hands. You yeah, you can't blame all this shit on me, because you said it. You were the one who told me the old myth of Mr. Hands. Uh, that's not a myth. That happened. Don't look it up, you guys. Yeah, don't look it up. Don't Please don't. You should look it up. It's fucking don't disgusting. Don't look it up. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway... They fall in love. Yeah. And there's a wedding. And also, I, I would be, I would not be myself if I didn't say, God damn. What? I mean, seriously. Your girl. Slewfussy? Is banging. <laughs> well, she has a little more junk in the trunk because yeah. she wants her wedding dress to have a, a nice little ch- chassis? Tassie? What was it called? I don't know what it was It's like that bump that you put in the back of your dress. Yeah, it looks like a bird cage. Yeah. Like sitting on your ass. Um, so she's supposed to come in on Widowmaker. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what his name is. Because they're getting married. Yeah. yeah. He's going to make him a widow. Yep. Um, and he, Widowmaker doesn't want to go along with this. Yeah. So he, he hates her because he wants Pecos all to himself. I wonder why. I wonder <laughs> why, you guys. 
So the horse starts bucking her, but you know, she's a, a pretty good cowgirl herself, mm-hmm. except for that bustle that's under her dress, mm-hmm. the chassis or tassie or whatever it's called. It starts making her bounce. Yep. And then she gets bounced off of him and she just keeps bouncing. And she keeps on going. And Pecos Bill tries to lasso her. And he's never missed ever with his lasso. And he's very confident about it, yep. and rightfully so. Like he's lining it up, he's taking it all slow, even though she's in mortal danger because she continually bounces higher and higher, and but like he, she's going to get to a point eventually where he can't get her back. And he, with a flick of that wrist, yeah, he, but he misses because just just barely misses because Widowmaker is standing yeah. on the end of his lasso. It pans to the horse, and, and he does like steaming. Yeah, and Pickles Bill doesn't see this, so he doesn't know. That his his horse essentially has Nasty. murdered his fiance. She didn't get murdered. She just ended up on the moon. And what the fuck happens when a human being goes to the moon without a spacesuit? We'll find out when we have space force. No, they fucking die. She is dead. That fucking horse killed her. So and she Pe- doesn't come back, you guys. Like, there's no happy endings because Pe- she's fucking dead. Because Pecos spill. They never said why it's Pecos spill. I don't know. What's a Pecos? I think it's a city. Oh. Or an area. Well, anyway, he's so heartbroken that he howls. Yeah. And then... And he takes all of his fucking clothes off. Yeah, he becomes feral again. He's not a cowboy a anymore. coyote. He's going to fuck some coyotes. He's going to get <laughs> something. <laughs> Gross. Uh, but no, he, he howls, and so the coyotes join in and howl with him, and that's why they howl. Yep. Yeah. I, I guess that's it. That's it. That, that is yeah. the, that is the end of Pickles Bill. Yeah. There's our our own American folk tales. <laughs> so. <laughs> Say murder and bestiality. All right. Oh my god. The American way. Overall, I thought it was a quick seventy-five minutes. Yeah, I thought it, it went by fast. There are some solid segments. Yeah, Bumble Boogie was awesome. Bumble Boogie, I really liked Little Toot. I liked Samba mm-hmm. and Pecos Bill. Pecos Bill's all right. Johnny Appleseed was was okay. It was long. I think if any of these was kind of long, I think it was that one. Yeah, it could have been shorter. Like they could have quickened up the. His journey. Yeah. Yeah. I think there is some really significant and noticeable improvements in the animation. Mm-hmm. And I do like that they brought Roy Rogers in. Yeah. I do. It kind of had that, like, howdy doody feel to it. A little bit. Which is I, probably what they were going for. Yeah. So, how'd you feel about it? The same. I mean, if if I was comparing it to the other package films, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I would like it even as much as Fun and Fancy Free. Really? Yeah. I don't know. And I know, I mean, we'll get to this when we get to the rankings mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But it was it was okay. Yeah. Like I said, I think I think part of it is that I'm just I've got package movie fatigue, <laughs> and I'm just so ready. You're to be, over it. I'm ready to be done with these. And like I kind of feel like so once we actually do get to Cinderella from all this stuff, it's going to be like uh, I'm, I'm probably going to have unrealistic or inflated feelings about how good Cinderella is just based upon having to watch all of these beforehand. Cinderella will be our knowing. Yeah. Which we I think we've talked about we before. We did talk about that, yeah. It'll be our Nick Cage. Because our, our, our palate has been so fucking shitted up <laughs> that we will be ready for anything. We're, we're, we, we, at this point, are the starving man in the desert just waiting for that saltine cracker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it was terrible, though. No, it's not... I'm just, I'm ready to watch a real fucking movie. Yeah, no, I, I, I get you on that. I feel ya. Um, speaking of rankings, mm-hmm. let's pull those up here. So we so far have one through 12. So this is going to make our list one through 13. Math. <laughs> Not all of us are math wizards, uh-huh. babe. Okay. Not all of us are the human calculator uh-huh. like you are. Some of us went to art school. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's take a look. So. With Bongo the Bear and Mickey and the Beanstalk, mm-hmm. I would put Melody Time right after Fun and Fancy Free. And ahead of fucking Dumbo? Like, I swear to God, you are just trolling me. I'm, this is fucking bullshit. I'm not trolling This is you. absolute fucking bullshit. Melody Time is better than fucking Dumbo. Are you serious right now? Where would you put it? Uh, I'm probably going to put it in front of Saga of the South. <laughs> Yeah, so my my list right now, because I'm gonna go from the back, because you guys know the you guys know the top. You know about Pinocchio and Dumbo, number one and number two. You know how this works. You agree with me, obviously. But from the back, uh, I have Saludos Amigos. Uh, Make Mine Music is number eleven, and then number ten is Song of the South. Uh, and then it's I, I feel like it's kind of a chasm because I have I have Victory through Air Power, 
Mm-hmm. At number nine, and I, th- I feel like that's a lot better than Song of the South. Uh, I think that's kind of an indictment of uh, Song of the South. But I will probably make this my number ten movie now and push those other three movies down. So I, I think Victory Through Air Power is absolutely better than this. So is The Reluctant Dragon. I think Fantasia is. Three Caballeros certainly is. And Fun and Fancy, Fun and Fancy Free absolutely is. I don't know, man. Okay. that's that, Whatever you want to do, man. It's your list. We don't have to be the same. I feel like I need to rewatch Dumbo. You don't need to. You can hate on it as much as you want. No, because I have a really hard time with short-term memory. Yeah. So now it's like, oh, how did I feel about Dumbo? Did I hate it that much? I'm gonna have to rewatch it. I'm not gonna let you do it. I'm not, you guys. I'm not gonna let her do this. Why? Because you're fraudulent. It's my life. No. (laughs) It's my life. Uh You can make bad decisions all by yourself. (laughs) Let's see. Do I want it before Dumbo or after Dumbo? Uh Because it's too late. You already said it. Because I do like it better than Fantasia. Yeah. I like my so it's fantasia victory make my music saludo song of the south i do think it's better than all of those do i think it's better than dumbo uh, I, my hands are up you do you do what you want okay <laughs> i'll put it after dumbo <laughs> oh but fun and fancy free see 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 what you did i'm gonna have to rework this list oh no you guys i'm gonna so see, at I, least i have the strength and my convictions to keep my list steady and not move well, shit around well, hey uh, uh, uh. Being flexible, uh. being flexible is a good trait. It is a good trait, but also being, uh, and I can't remember the word for it, but uh, kind of steadfast, I suppose, and having like a good. You know what? Fuck you! I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it before Dumbo. Absolutely good. I'm yeah, glad. I'm glad. I'm gonna yeah. put it before Dumbo because you're an asshole. <laughs> oh man! Low D time at number seven. It's in the worst list in the world. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right, you guys. Next up, we have So Dear to My Heart, which is another Bobby Driscoll and... Uh, Luanna Patton movie? Luana, I don't know. I can't remember her name. <laughs> Luanna Patton movie. Our short is going to be a Mickey Mouse short through the mirror. Oh, shit. That means we were not out of the package. I told yet. you. So we have two more movies. Yeah. Two more movies before we get to Cinderella. All right. Well, thanks. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you. for For putting up with my shit. For listening to Kevin's bad taste in Disney movies. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at DTB Disney. Down to Business Disney. Uh, let us know what you think of Dumbo. Yeah. And if you and think. And how excellent it is, you guys. If you think I'm right. Because <laughs> I am right. Say, so if you do think that, you can keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> um, if you could subscribe, rate, and review, and share with all your friends, uh, maybe we'll read your name on here. I'm not going to make any promises about that. Yeah, I'm really bad at keeping promises. <laughs> Kevin. What's up? I've heard that Disney is our business. Your business is good. Who is that? I don't know. It's a fucking voice I felt like making. No more impersonations. Do you, do you, do you want me to, do, to continue doing Dave Mustaine? No more impersonations. You, You're done. I'm cutting you off. I'm, I'm done? I'm cutting you off. Okay. Bye. See you. <laughs> <laughs>